Gym owners are adapting fast to the COVID crisis and some are having success online. This week, we talked to Eric Siegel, a gym owner who's making sales even though his facility in Massachusetts is locked down. Eric is here to tell his story right after this. Two Brain Business has put together a page of essential COVID-19 resources for gym owners. On it, you'll find the free gym saving guide, how to add online training in 24 hours, as well as links to government loans and other critical info you need to navigate this crisis. Head to twobrainbusiness.com and click COVID-19 in the top menu. The page is updated regularly, so bookmark it and check back often. All right, welcome to Two Brain Radio. I'm Mike Warkenden here with Eric Siegel of CrossFit 781. That's in Weymouth, Massachusetts, just southeast of Boston. The fitness industry is in chaos right now, but Eric made a quick move online and it's paying off. He'll talk all about that and give you a few ideas of what you can expect if you move to online training. Eric, welcome. How are you today? Hey, doing well. How are you, Mike? I'm good. I'm good. I'm going to ask you, I got a bunch of background stuff I want to ask you, but I'm, I can't wait to know the answer. So I'm just going to get right to the big one that everyone wants to know. Uh, have you sold new online services here in this new era of fitness and what numbers can you share with us? Uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, we transitioned pretty quickly, um, pretty much immediately uh, to go online when we were new. We were going to be switching from in-person training to basically being a virtual gym. Um, we switched or transitioned um, 31 of our monthly class-based members uh, to custom at-home programming. That's out of 50 um, class-based wow. memberships. Um, 42 total are still paying. There's 11 that haven't taken the programming, but they also haven't um, you know, canceled or gone on hold. Right. Um, Couple more bought in that were, you know, per session type people. And then we started running the, um, 21 day challenge, um, as recommended in the, um, online coaching course, two brain, uh, online coaching course. Um, we added, uh, four, uh, folks into that challenge from Facebook marketing. Um, and we did two via affinity marketing. One was a relative of a current member. The other was a former member who just, the easiest way for them to work out is at home. Um, and so we started online PT. So the, uh, the quick transition really worked well. And we were able to add some new folks in the mix too. Oh, uh, very cool. Um, so you, you are one of the gym owners who has sold new stuff already, which is great to hear. And you've retained current clients through the transition. Correct. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to get into the details of that. I have some questions. I want to ask you more about details, but first of all, just hit a little bit of background here because I want to, people to understand uh, what happened to you and where you're at. Uh, do you remember the date when you were officially closed? Yeah. Uh, well, regular classes stopped on St. Patrick's day. So, yeah, sleep rest uh, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the 16th, we were doing our thing. Uh, we had classes. They were kind of, they were small. I think people may have been a little bit nervous or, you know, they were getting ready for whatever was coming down the pipe with their own. Uh, jobs, families. Um, and then the announcement was made to have 10 people or less. And I was like, okay, this is, we're switching. Some gyms in our area kind of stayed open and ran classes. But um, on the 16th, I announced we switched to, at that point, um, personal training only in the facility um, and online, uh, you know, online custom programming for individuals at home. Um, we had some folks that had already, uh, at that point, they were maybe at risk or they had a family member at risk. So I had already started providing them some of that, but, um, yeah, that was, uh, on the 17th is when we were, we were done with classes. That's a dark St. Patrick's day in Boston. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's a tough one. You know, I didn't even remember until I got, cause we had the same situation. We closed it at almost exactly the same time. And I got to the end, I'm like, I think that was St. Patrick's day that just went by. <laughs> well, we, we just had Patriot's day yesterday with uh Patriot's day with no marathon and no baseball is, uh, right. 
Oh, it's tough. It's, it's tough. And I understand, uh, you know, we're recording this episode here on April 21st. Uh, I understand that Massachusetts and Boston in particular is a bit of a, a crisis region right now. Is that right? Um, well, they literally a few minutes ago, the governor announced uh, no school for the rest of the year. Mm. Um, so, you know, we have we have one, we have two small children. One of them is in first grade. And so uh, we haven't actually told him yet. Uh, he'll be bummed <laughs> out. But honestly, from what I'm hearing, um, I'm really proud of our state. It seems like we're handling it pretty well. Oh, good. Um, the, the hospitals can be doing well. We have a lot of athletes at our gym that are um, on the front lines and super grateful for all the hard work they're doing. Um, my wife's been making um, face masks and headbands to hold face masks. Oh, wow. Which is awesome. Um, but I mean, it seems to be uh, the, the contact tracing thing, the tracing is going to start off. And uh, I'm super proud of just our state and the way they're rising to the occasion. I don't get the sense that we're in like a major crisis area. Good. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think everybody's done a really good job and has to keep doing a good job staying home until it's time to get back to it. Yeah. And so when you, after you, after you shut down on the 17th, how soon were you able to get online? And was that, was that like an immediate thing? Like you probably yeah. had some plans there right away. Yeah, it was, it was pretty immediate. It was interesting. I don't, so for me, I saw people starting to pop up with like online classes. I was like, ah, I don't know if that's the way to do it. Um, I really like the the custom at home programming um i've done like currently i wasn't doing a bunch of programming for individual athletes uh but i've done it in the past uh and i know it can be effective so i i felt like that was the way to go and then with kind of the guidance picking it up from two brain along the way um emphasizing uh the communication the accountability leadership and kind of explaining the why for each individual workout really making it custom um i was actually able to take that and then help my coaches through that. And then I'll kind of start to hand off some of the, some of the clients. So, I mean, um, it's been amazing that to, to get that guidance, then to be able to pass it along so that my coaches can still work. They can also get a, get a paycheck, but you know, some of them were a little hesitant at first, but, um, they've all picked up some athletes to an extent and it's been, it's been great. And I mean, I mean, I don't know, I feel like, um, the background in writing programming for so many years for, gyms and for individuals i was kind of prepared to do it um the, the way our coaches have stepped up has been amazing though they've really taken to it and run with it yeah and then for those who are listening uh the two brain is advised that you go with personalized customization of your group programming so building and continuing that relationship that you have with clients giving them personalized stuff based on what the equipment, the equipment that they have, their goals, their desires, their mental state, everything like that. Uh, not necessarily down on zoom classes, but the data that we had coming out of uh, Asia and Australia and some of the places that got shut down early was that zoom classes did not have a great retention curve. It was looking like they were a good thing to start at not in the kind of novel. And then it petered out. So there are gyms that are adding those classes and using those classes. But the thing that we wanted people to do, which you did right off the bat is continue that relationship you have with your clients, take it outside the gym, take it online, Line and just personalize it just like you would do in class. Yep. The, uh, the workouts we did actually for the, the 17th, 18th, 19th, 20th, 21st, all the way through that Saturday were just what, what I had programmed for the gym that week. We just programmed home versions for people. Then we started renting equipment as well, which was great to get the support from everybody. We actually don't have any dumbbells left in my gym. I couldn't do, um, we've gone in there and done some renovations. I couldn't even grab a pair of dumbbells to do the um, support your local box workouts. I did the first one with a uh, with a gallon of windshield washer fluid. I just didn't. That's like we didn't have anything left, um, which has been great. Uh, it's great that people are getting their fitness on. And then yeah, from there we've done um, 
I've just provided templated, here's the general theme for the workout for the day, and then let the coaches plug in based on equipment and goals. Because we have some folks that have a full, they got a barbell, they got bumpers, they have the full setup. And then other people, like, I have two mismatched dumbbells in a band. Like, tell me what to do. So yeah, we've like, got the same thing. We've got an, uh, a 65-year-old former nurse who's like deadlifting four jugs of water. And she's just like, I call it double fisting, right? She's got all everything. <laughs> and then we've got some guys who have like home gyms that are probably sweeter than my gym. Yeah, yeah. get after it. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's get into some of the details of this. I want to hear a little bit about, that's the background. I want to hear about uh, your development of the online product. So were you doing any online training? Like, do you have any online, online clients before this? Nobody strictly online. Yeah. Um, so how did you develop a product that you could actually sell to someone when this whole thing came down? So I just, I, I saw the two brain recommendations. I knew how I had written programming for individuals in the past. And I, I mean, I was lucky. I get some people, they asked to continue their membership, but they wouldn't be able to come into the gym. They were at risk or they had family members that were at risk. So they didn't want to increase their exposure. So I got a little bit of practice there, um, but it was, I mean, it was just as easy as scaling. Like, I'm just going to scale these workouts and take it. Cause I, at that point I had no idea if it was going to be, okay, we're going to close down for like, is this going to be real? Are we going to actually close down or is it going to be okay? Some high risk folks are going to need to stay out of the way or what's going to happen. Um, and then it was just like, okay, this is what we do. This is how you craft the email. Say, here's, Hey, so-and-so how's it going today? Like check in here's your workout for tomorrow. This is why I gave you that workout. Keep me updated on your results. Post some pics of social media, put it up on SugarWad, you know, put your results out there. And then we'll check in again tomorrow and see how we're going to move forward. And I got a couple of practice reps and then I was able to just kind of communicate. This is the process to follow. Um, you know, communication and accountability are key to our team at CrossFit 781. And as the coaches were ready with like a, like their own responsibilities, all of our coaches actually have... Um, full-time jobs. Another thing we're lucky about, um, that they, they have full-time jobs and then they coach as well. Um, so as they're kind of managing that, some of them are in school. It's like, as they had the bandwidth to pick up clients, they were like, cool, take them, run with them. And I was able to kind of pass along. This is the model. This is how we're going to set it up. And they just, they crushed it. They knocked it out of the park. They stepped up and just were able to take them on and roll with it. Um, but yeah, it was easy as kind of phrasing it as like, you're going to scale this. Think of their goals, think of their equipment and make it happen. Yeah. So it's just, you're just altering the delivery method essentially, right? You're instead of doing it in the gym, you're doing it online and you can't necessarily sit right next to the guy and tap him on the back and tell him to arch, but you can still, you know, talk to them about their goals and Hey, I know you have a tendency to maybe miss your depth and squat in round three maybe just make sure you bury that hip. Exactly. And so I try to, you know, I try to match uh, coaches with athletes they have in their classes regularly. So they kind of know them well, um, did the best I could there. Uh, and then, yeah, provide video demos, get that feedback. Communication is important. And if anybody was struggling with communication, most people have just been like, yeah, email is great. Send me a couple emails a day. But um, we've tried, we've experimented with texts. Um, I'll regularly send texts to large groups of our members, you know, just checking in or I'll give them a phone call. Um, just whatever is going to work best for them. It's a daily phone call. If it's a Zoom conference, if it's text message, email, we just want to make sure that the communication is there. It's easy accessible um so they're going to be able to keep going um both for their physical and mental health yeah the mental health is a big one right now for sure yeah. so that that kind of covers your retention so in terms of setting a product now to to sell to outside people how how did you figure that one out 
So I went to my two brain mentor, uh, shout out to Brian Zimmerman. And I was <laughs> like, Hey, we're, we seem to be doing a pretty good job retaining. I want to grow. Like we, we need to add growth here. We can't just, you're going one way or the other, you're either growing or you're dying. So mm-hmm. we need to have some growth, even in this tough time, what can I do? And he recommended, you know, checking out the online coaching module um, that came up for two brain and sending, you know, some emails to past members uh, primarily and be like, Hey, we have this offering. We've tested it out. Do you want to check it out? Do you want to try it out? And then also while I went through that, um, the Facebook marketing of like a 21 day at home challenge, um, the affinity marketing, we've gotten a couple of new athletes that are now training from home with that. Um, and it was great because we had the reps in from the, uh, the custom at home workouts already. Um, so I was able to kind of get them into the 21 day challenge. Uh, they, I offered some of them our regular membership, like, Hey, you can get the same deal. Everybody else has restart your membership. And they're like, no, I want, I want to get kickstarted. Like, let's do this 21 day challenge. So they did that. So they actually the wanted that new product. They wanted that more than like the existing stuff. Yeah, basically. Cool. Um, they, well, they wanted the jump start, right? Cause they were interested in some nutrition coaching and stuff like that too. Yeah. Um, so there's the 21 day challenge in that online coaching module. Um, ran the Facebook ads. These are my first ever Facebook ads that I've set up myself and collected the leads and done the full deal with. Um, and we brought them in. I used the 21 day challenge. I'm u- currently using the 21 day challenge again with the, the workout programs. It's as easy as scaling. It's like, it's already written to be very friendly for at home users, but then it's like, okay, what do you have for equipment? Like, do you have a full, it's funny. I have somebody that doesn't have any dumbbells. They just have a barbell. And I'm just like, okay, so we're modifying like this kind of backwards, but um, what do you have? What do we work with? Send them videos. And then again, same thing, check-ins, accountability, get the nutrition program running and have them, you know, work their way through that. The nutrition thing is actually, we started our first nutrition challenge that I'm running uh, yeah, on April 6th. So we started it right with in the midst of this whole thing. Like we have folks starting that. Um, we've done them before, but this is the first one that I'm really running. Um, and so we got that going and then we have the 21 day challenge people. And it's like, it's great to have all this material to work from because it is, it's a lot. And it's like, I can, again, I can scale it. I can work through it. I can understand it. And I can then explain it to people. And it's really communicating, leading and holding them accountable. That's the, cause when I think programming, like, oh my gosh, this is so in depth. There's so many things that go into writing a program and considering, um, and then like same thing with nutrition. Oh my gosh. But it's like, you have to remember, you're not writing it for necessarily, not writing it for me and for like, our goals are different. My goals are, you know, I want to try to push myself as hard as I can and compete at X level, um, you know, regardless through injury, whatever it may be. It's like nuts. Whereas somebody else, they're looking to, they want to lose some weight. They want to be able to have extra energy. They want to get a mental break from all this craziness. Um all that stuff going on, their goals are super important too. They're just, it's like different and it doesn't need the necessarily the level of granularity. So it's having these materials at hand where I can be like, okay, cool. These are workouts that are going to make sense because otherwise I look at it and it's like all this nutrition and exercise information to where to start. It can be overwhelming, but having the simple package there, um, being able to put it together and then modify it. And I'm, I'm super grateful to have access to that and it's been helpful through this whole situation. So that's cool. So you got two people just by contacting ex-members. Yep. 
Well, yeah. one was an ex-member, one is a family member of a current member. Yeah. yeah. So that when you refer to affinity marketing, for those who haven't heard that term, that's you're you're dealing with people who already know, like, and trust you to some degree. They might have heard of you, they might be friends and family, and obviously the people closest to your current clients are going to be most likely to know, like, and trust you. But then you've also got ex-clients, you've got colleagues and coworkers who know that that fit guy over there does CrossFit. You've got all these different things. So that's the affinity marketing path, and we always advise people to do that first because there's not a real cost to it. It's just the cost of your time. Like you just send out emails to these people, correct? Yep. Yeah. So there's a huge return on investment there because it's just your time, which probably took five minutes to say, I've got this new thing. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. And then after that, yeah, after that you hit, you hit some advertising and you still, you got four through that, correct? Uh, So far. Yeah. You got uh, four, might be five, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Check your phone. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Well, sometimes we talk to people on the show here and there, they like, they're like, I got to take this call and they're like selling stuff as we're talking here, which is great. Uh, so my phone's in the other room, so okay. you know, <laughs> pop up to, to call somebody immediately. No, we'll check it later. Yeah. Uh, did you have any issue? And cause I, I know some people like, you know, they're died in the war where they're like, they're coaches and they, they want to teach people. They want to put the hand on the spine and push and arch and the whole thing. And they love their facilities and they're proud of their facilities with good reason. Did you have any issue mentally making a switch to selling an online product that some people, when they look at, they're like, it, it has no gym. It has no coaching. But in reality, it kind of does have a lot of coaching. So did you have that mental b- block there? No, none whatsoever. Because uh, um, I know, know the, I follow essentially most of my coaching. And like I have coaches. Coaching is valuable. I have coaches for my business now. I have coaches for uh, my, my workouts. Um, there's such a value in it. I see the value in it. I do most of my work on my own. Um, and I send, you know, I send videos if I have a, or I'll ask a question. I see the value there. Uh, 100%. I, that said, I miss my facility. I miss coaching in person. I yeah. miss seeing all my people because I'd, re- I know at this point, I'm still probably more effective explaining something face to face and being able to demonstrate it and cue it. And it's going to be that like instant thing rather than, um, an email exchange, check this video out. Here's what I want you to do a little bit different than this video or the same as the video or really focus on this. Um, it's a little more immediate. Um, which I like, but value wise, um, and I explain that to people like this is, you know, again, two brain emphasized it, which I was great. This is probably a higher value product. And the fact that we had been doing it in the past, that individual programming delivery, um, I understand the time it takes and how valuable it is. Yeah. When someone explains what a good online coaching program is and what it entails, you almost can't help but think that it sounds almost more valuable than some of the group stuff that you're doing. And Chris has said for a long time, uh, group classes are your discount out option essentially, because if someone wants exactly personalized, tailored programming to their space and goals and wants the accountability and contact and even nutrition and all the other stuff, and even mindfulness and wellness stuff that a lot of people need right now, that sounds like more than a whiteboard talk and some cues during a workout, right? Like, and that's not to devalue the group club stuff, but it's, it's equally valuable, if not more valuable, more time consuming. Yeah. I'd say, well, it's more time consuming. Um, yeah. So still going through the, certainly the going through the, the Facebook marketing incubator right now, still working on that piece with two brain uh, Facebook marketing mentor. Colm, it's like you we're probably working twice as many hours right now, like working 14 hours a day right now instead of seven. And, it's like, but that's what, it's what we got to do. Um, and it is, uh, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's more, it's more intensive, but it's, it's also, it's different, but I could, it's equally valuable, um, or more valuable. Um, and it really, it depends on 
just like in a group class, some what somebody's going to get out of the effort they're going to put forth, the questions they're going to ask, if somebody's going to ask those questions and demand that, which I love. Uh, I love it when they're demanding athletes are demanding of their coach and they're pushing them to pushing them to push them. Like that's great. Um, so yeah, but no, no issue whatsoever transitioning there because the the value is there. Um, it's just a different delivery. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, so now tell me when you sold this stuff, do this is through the ads. Did you do, do that through like a no sweat intro process or how did people, uh, how did people contact you to get the product or the service? Yeah. So we did, uh, we did the whole, this my, my first time click funnels. We did the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, enter your info, go to a landing page. Not a lot of people were doing the no sweat intros. So I ended up just calling them within a couple minutes of them nice. getting in there. And we just did a no sweat intro on the fly. Um, at first I was using my normal no sweat intro script, which I closed somebody that way. It was pretty mm-hmm. effective. But then I was, you know, I was still going through all the, um, all the modules, all the material from TwoBrain, all the uh, online marketing stuff. And I saw the sales script and I'm like, all right, I'll give this a try. Um, it's definitely, um, more intensive. Um, and I would be overwhelmed to try that face to face because sure. it would feel like there'd be so many like points and cues that I might forget. And I'd, probably overwhelm myself trying to memorize it but on the phone it's super comfortable it's like you can have it in front of you and you can kind of be reading it and double back and taking notes and everything else it's, it's much more laid back um but it's i mean it is basically it's just like a no sweat intro just with like a little more layered in that that sales script there it's i've found it very valuable um i thought it was going to be awkward on the phone but it's it's not and people seem to be you know again we all kind of want some contact we all want to talk to somebody right now so they're pretty pretty cool with that your uh, your Mateo Lopez is uh, our marketing expert, and he he's uh, probably out there smiling and listening to this right now because you're calling people back within two minutes of them uh, of a lead hitting your oh, yeah. Uh, phone. Yeah, that's uh, the lead nurture stuff. Is I mean, because like I said, I've done I've done some Facebook marketing stuff before, work with other companies that have set up the ads or done whatever for us, um, and I just hadn't gotten great results in the past, um, and I kind of it kind of soured me a little bit on social media marketing or Facebook marketing, um, but this time, like knowing how to do a lead nurture. And I'd been given some advice as far as like, oh yeah, call them back, like wait this long and then call them back or do this. But I'm like, okay, no, two minutes, done. Let's do it. Like do the double calls. You got it. Like just tell me, point me in a direction and I'll just go do it. <laughs> the, the more I hear from gym owners, the the, the more I, I'm certain that that's the way to do it because it sounds like everyone who does the calls and everyone contacts sooner does better. Everyone who doesn't struggles more. Right. And it's yeah. just like, it's becoming clear and clear. And Mateo has just said this for forever, that that's what you need to do. And it's, you know, every time I hear it, it's worth repeating that contact your leads as fast as possible within the minute, if you can. Yeah. Uh, so tell me about when you, when these people, you got them on a call, were they, how did they respond to the idea of an online coach? Like what was the market like? Meaning like, did people, some people would not bat an eye at an online coach. Other people would be like, okay, so I'm not going to be in a gym. Like how did they, how did they respond to the whole thing? Well, I think they knew what they were getting into. Cause we called it like a 21 day at home transformation challenge. Okay. They knew they were going to be at home. Um, nobody who I spoke with that nobody batted an eye during the sales process. Cool. There are people who, unfortunately they were, um, you know, they're, they've lost their job. They're unemployed. Um, they, they couldn't afford it. They weren't, they weren't sure of what it was going to cost. And they were just like, you know what, this, this isn't for me right now. Um, we had somebody who started up and then they, I guess they hadn't worked out in years. Um, and they started up and they're like, Oh, well, you're, you're sending me videos. 
to instruct me. I could do this on my own. I'm like, you sure can. And they were, okay. you know, they were, they were at our lowest, they were at our lowest tier, but they're like, I want to come into the gym when it's, when it's like, you're back to in-person training. I was like, you got it. We can absolutely do that. I was like, I'm glad you're moving around. I'm glad that this process got you started, um, got them going down that road. Um, but every, everybody I've spoken with, I think they've known what they've gotten them, what they're getting into. And they're like, no, I'm, I'm stuck at home right now. And I want to move around. Like now is the time there people are starting to recognize that they have, this is a perfect opportunity to establish a great routine for yourself, a great fitness routine. The, the emphasis on health and well-being because the more at-risk population right now is less healthy. So taking your fitness, your nutrition, and then with that, the mindset piece, like you mentioned, is, is huge. Um, taking all that to kind of another level right now, I think is a really, uh, is a really great idea. Now's a great time to, you have most people, most of us have the time to do a little extra work for ourselves in a day. Um, and so people will, people recognize that. Um, yeah. I mean, basically everybody who I got, almost everybody I got on the phone was like, yeah, man. And most, some of them were like, so will I, will I be able to go to in-person training when I'm done with this? I'm like, absolutely. Actually, others yes. Like, are you going to, others were like, are you going to keep doing online coaching when you're back to in-person training? I was like, yes, of mm-hmm. course. Like if that's what you want, of course. Yeah. We'll keep it rolling. So you got a revenue stream developing here, which is, which is great. Yep. Uh, and you mentioned some of the, you mentioned a bunch of them, but I just want to go over them. Uh, the, what pain points are people solving quote unquote pain points? Uh, you said that people are finding they're having time uh, and they want to get healthy. Is there anything else that people like the people that you're speaking to, what are they really looking to accomplish or what problem are you solving for them? Is it just general fitness or what? Uh, mainly weight loss. Yeah. For a lot of folks, it's like, yeah, uh, I've, I've let myself go for too long. I think it's kind of, it's kind of a wake up call. Uh, this whole situation, I think, is a wake-up call for some people, um, or just uh, new moms, uh, and they're like, "Okay, now's the time. Like, I'm gonna make some time. I've got some help at home, maybe now. Um, uh-huh. I'm gonna carve out time for myself. It's really they have the time now. They've they've got a weight loss goal. They're gonna they're gonna tackle it. Um, that's that's been the main that, that's the main goal." Um, as we find, you know, in the, when regular in the gym, it's body composition. Um, most people aren't coming into the gym being like, I want to go to the CrossFit games. They're like, <laughs> like, what are the CrossFit games? Like, <laughs> so that's interesting. So the, the current crisis has actually somehow prompted some people to take action. Maybe people who weren't going to, or maybe, you know, like you said, they have time on their hands. They're maybe working from home. Uh, maybe they didn't even know online coaching was a thing. Like, I don't even know, but it's very interesting because every time I talk to a gym owner, they tell me that they found some people and for whatever reason, this was the exact time that they decided that they needed to get fit. Absolutely. And we have current athletes that are working out more days now than they would, they would have a tough time getting in two, three days a week, let alone, you know, some of them even just one day, uh, come into the gym. Now it's at home three days, four days, five days, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Rest is important too. Like, (laughs) like it's, it's really cool. And if, if folks are really into it, I mean, we're, we're not there yet. We're starting to plan what our steps are for transitioning back to in-person training. But if they want to remain as doing at-home online training, why not? If it's going to be the best thing for them, like, heck yeah, like, keep it going. So that's, that's kind of the last thing I want to see with, with you is uh, I, I know like yesterday, this is the April 20th, uh, Georgia announced that they would be opening yep. up gyms uh, just at the end of the week. And I think uh, Utah might even have a few as well. Uh, where, how far off do you think you guys are in Massachusetts from that? Um, 
So I know there was the uh, Governor Cuomo of New York mentioned the 15th for all the Northeast states, which Massachusetts is in that like little group of states here in the Northeast that I think are trying to work on a similar timeline. Um, I've heard that Rhode Island has enough testing to actually, they could actually, op- they could reopen because they, they have sufficient testing. Um, and they're just south of us for those that aren't from uh, New England. Um, so uh, right now we're looking at May 4th because that's the date that originally our schools were supposed to be closed in May until May 4th. Now they're closed for the year. Um, so we're looking at May 4th, which is a couple of weeks away, but uh, May 15th may be the, the date that kind of ends up coming to pass. I, I've, you know, talking to some other folks in the fitness industry around here, um, it seems like 15th, May 15th is kind of a target date. Um, but yeah, that's rolling around. I mean, we kind of closed a little bit slowly with the switch to, okay, we're only going to do one-on-one coaching at first, excuse me, on the, on like St. Patrick's Day on the 17th. And then it was a few days later where we're like, okay, we're, we're shut down completely. We have no more, no more coaching clients coming into the gym because we're a non-essential business. Um, so when, you know, it could be a slow reopening, could be we go back to personal training first, if that's the case, then anybody who's doing online, like, hey, if you guys want to switch it up and get some, get some human interaction, get some coaching in person, um, or if we have to do, you know, capped classes, um, we're prepared for that. Uh, my wife and I were talking about, we're doing renovations at the gym. We were talking about laying down, uh, using some of that painter's tape and putting down six foot by six foot squares all over the gym, just so everybody knows um, where they're at. Uh, you know. We're kind of considering all the options. I think it's May 4th. I think it's a couple of weeks away is what we, I mean, that would be great if we could have any kind of in-person training going again, but realistically May 15th, but it's all, who knows? Um, we've had a few days in a row of, um, less cases oh, good. in the hospital. So, um, I think we're trending in the right direction, but, um, only time will tell. So let's say things, you know, do get back to some version of normal, and then let's say they go even further and get almost back to the way things were before. What what aspect of your business is going to be online? What do you think? Is that something you're going to maintain, or how are you going to emphasize that going forward? I think we'll offer it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to figure out how exactly we're gonna. We have a ton of new offerings coming out of this. Like I said, we were just yeah. ramping up to really get our nutrition back going again. Um, we had had a coach that just didn't have the time to continue doing the nutrition coaching. And so now, um, so that was kind of offline for a while. So now we're getting that going again. We'll have this custom at home workout piece. Um, I want to make that available to people as an option. So, um, you know, it's, I have not determined yet how we're, I'm going to offer it to all of everybody who's doing it right now. I'm going to make it available. Um, and then from there, we'll see how it goes. And I mean, if any of my coaches are really into it as well, it could be a, certainly an additional revenue stream for them to pick up more um, online clients. So again, it's it's as easy as custom at home workouts are as easy as scaling. All the workouts we do in a class are essentially customized. Um, so it's just okay. You've got the client, you've got the with the athlete's goals, equipment. What can what can we give them, and then just take the programming and scale it. So um, you know. We're thinking about how we're going to implement that as well when we get rolling again. There's so many. I like thinking about things getting started again, whether it's normal or if it's something different or whatever in between. It's a fresh start for in so many regards to really put things together the way um, just optimize the way that's going to work best for the business and to keep the gym going and, you know, and prospering. So 
Yeah. So if the market wants it, you'll offer it essentially. I mean, if it fits, if it fits. And I think that uh, custom at home training fits within kind of what we do, what we do well, which is whether it's, you know, programming group classes or personal training, custom at home programming is like kind of here's your workout at home. And then that accountability coaching piece as well. Um, and especially, I mean, some people, if they're all, you know, the phase one recommendation is minimal, minimize travel, still stay at home a fair amount, work from home for a lot of industries. If, you know, people are still at home or that, who knows, that's a thing of the, of the future where more companies are asking their employees to work at home because I'm sure that some companies are seeing that, hey, we don't have to have this big building and all this equipment and everything else. Like we can have people work from home. And if that's an option, then maybe people do pursue more um, virtual coaching. Last question I'll ask you is uh, you started running Facebook ads and selling stuff in probably the, the worst period in the history of fitness, I'm saying, <laughs> I'm guessing. So uh, do you feel like when things get to be a little bit more normal, you might be more equipped to uh, to sell things just in a normal sense? Because right now you're you're dealing with a brand new, terrified, odd market with you know declining consumer confidence. That must set you up to think that maybe we'll crush some sales when things are normal. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, I mean... I saw, uh, what's the worst that happens, right? Uh, I was like, it's the worst time to be advertising. Advertising is cheap. Give it a try, see what happens. Uh, for me, the worst thing I was going to get out of is learning kind of how the sausage is made, like seeing what goes on to the back end, building the click funnels out, building um, all the automations out, setting that up. That's not stuff I'm necessarily super comfortable with, um, but kind of getting into it and trying it. I was like, see what I can learn. And now, yeah definitely keep it going. It's been an awesome learning experience. I mean, that's try to try to learn from every experience, but this whole situation has been really, yeah, just a, a great learning opportunity. And uh, I'm, like I said, I'm very excited to see what happens as we transition back to in-person training and, you know, whatever the new normal is uh, coming out of this. I appreciate that, Eric. And a lot of people who are listening and saying, man, I don't understand Facebook advertising. I don't want to set these things up. I don't know how to do it. Uh, we can teach you how to do it. So as, as Eric said, he has a marketing mentor. We have uh, two brain business certified mentors that also work in conjunction with the marketing team. We can teach you how to do this stuff. And uh, I've gone through the same process as Eric. And if I can figure it out, I'm sure you guys can figure it out because it wasn't germane to me. It was not the easiest thing for me to think about on my own. But once I walked through the course, uh, it went pretty well. Did you have the same experience, Eric? Yeah, absolutely. I'm still, um, like I got the crash course in the online training module, uh, yeah. which was awesome. Um, still going through the finishing up the Facebook marketing incubator, but I feel so much more comfortable with messing around in there. Still, you know, I still always need guidance. Uh, <laughs> uh, but getting more comfortable and I'm, you know, comfortable enough now to kind of run ads and I guess make some decisions off of it, kind of, think about things. Um, so yeah, it's, it, it's been awesome. It's I'm super grateful for the support and for all of it. I appreciate your time, sir. And I want to let you get back to texting your clients and seeing if you've got any new leads on your phone. Uh, thank you for listening to Rain Radio. I'm Mike Wardman with gym owner and online coach, Eric Siegel, at least for now. He'll probably be back in his business soon, I hope. Brain Business is in contact with gyms all over the world. We're collecting data as they adapt to the COVID crisis and recover. We're going to tell you what works and how your gym can rebuild. For our collection of essential resources, visit TubeBrainBusiness.com and click COVID-19 in the top menu. Thanks for tuning in to Brain Radio and please subscribe for more episodes.